at the risk of sounding like a broken record. When it comes to transfer pricing, tax authorities aren't messing around. Hello, everyone. It's Matthew DeMello, your host of The Fiona Show. Hot off the press, Cross-Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing in the News Podcast. Here's where we dive into the transfer pricing headlines and let you know the latest intrigue, i.e. what's happening in tax court, which jurisdictions are suddenly seen as tax havens, and of course, how tax authorities are stepping up their games. Wait, does that even qualify as news anymore? Anyway, let's get to it. You never have to read between the lines with the EU. The message from Brussels is tax transparency clear. Tax abuse won't fly with us. But some regions just refuse to learn. Less than a month after Brexit, the EU 27 moved the Cayman Islands, a British territory, from the there might be hope for you yet tax haven gray list to the lost cause tax haven blacklist. The island jurisdiction failed to address the EU's concerns about companies who claim tax advantages from the Caymans without a sufficient economic presence on the islands. The blacklist is isn't just a slap on the wrist. Thanks to its new unfavorable status, the Caymans will likely have trouble accessing EU funding programs and European companies doing business on the archipelago will have to endure additional compliance burdens. Agreed, the punishment sounds steep, but the blacklist has proven effective in 2018. There were 15 countries listed and today there are only eight. And for now, anyway, the Caymans are one of them. Since the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling for the IRS last June, the tax world and also the tech world has been wondering, will Intel-owned Altera appeal the infamous two-to-one decision and take the case to the Supreme Court? And the answer is, drumroll please, yes. On February 10th, Altera versus the Commissioner of Internal Revenue reached the highest court in the U.S. with hopes of overturning the Ninth Court's decision. The infamous case questions whether stock-based compensation should be included in cost-sharing arrangements between subsidiaries and the precedent could cost or save tech giants a lot of money in the future. In the unlikely event that this battle hasn't been the only thing on your mind since last June, a recap. In 1997, as part of an APA, Altera had a cost-sharing agreement with a subsidiary in the no-tax Cayman Islands. From 2004 to 2007, the U.S. company neglected to include stock-based compensation paid to employees for research and development as part of those shared costs. What's the problem? In 2003, the U.S. adopted new regs via the Administrative Procedure Act, which obliged taxpayers to include employee stock options in the cost pool under cost-sharing agreements. According to the IRS, the case is simple. Stock-based compensation must be included in the agreements. For Altera, though, that would mean a reallocation of more than $100 million of taxable income from the Caymans affiliate to the U.S. The case went first to the U.S. tax court, which ruled unanimously in favor of Altera. Not so fast, said the IRS, which took the case to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, and one. Now, the outcome, a nail-biter for Facebook, Google, and Amazon, is in the hands of the Supreme Court, and the decision is anybody's guess. It's official. Spain's tax control plan for 2020, which debuted at the end of January, outlines the government's priorities for tax enforcement. And what do you know? Transfer pricing tops the list. The Spanish tax authorities are stepping up their anti-avoidance game, paying close attention to insufficient documentation. And let's just say the allocation of functions, assets and risks won't go unnoticed either. So no cutting corners on those far analyses. Corporate restructuring, valuation of intergroup services, questionable deductions, royalties, consider yourselves warned. 
The tax authorities mean business. In fact, this year, they promised to implement a new risk assessment system that uses the automatic exchange of information, i.e. country-by-country reporting, APAs, mutual agreement procedures, and so on, to identify multinational companies with risky transfer pricing positions. Spain's timing is good. The EU directive known as DOC6 goes into effect this year and mandates even more disclosures about cross-border arrangements, which begs the question, is nothing sacred anymore? That's what's up in the transfer pricing world this week, and there's no excuse for not keeping up. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and we'll spoon feed the lowdown every week. I know, we're amazing. And don't forget about our anchor podcast, The Fiona Show, which dives deep into transfer pricing issues, features high-profile guests, and also lets you earn CPE credits just for listening. I told you, we're amazing. This is Matthew DeMello, and I host, edit, and engineer this show. Executive producer Marilyn Mitchum-Strom researches and writes our scripts. Recruits our guests and well, let's just say she's very busy. Nobody can predict the future of transfer pricing, but we can sure tell you where to find out about it. Hint, hint, right here. <laughs>